your name up, Jesus, your name over this place, every heart, every home, everywhere. We declare you are enough. You're enough for the day that is before us. You're enough for the dreams of our hearts. You're enough for the cravings of our souls. You're enough for this nation and the nations of the earth. You're enough, Jesus. You're enough for the healing that we're trusting you for. And we declare that over people's lives now, Jesus, in your name. You're enough for the provision that we're trusting you for. And we declare that over people's lives now in your name, over hearts and homes. In Jesus' mighty name, in every heart, every home, everywhere, said, Amen. It's good to be in church today. Worship team, I know the house is empty, but my heart is feeling full. I'm feeling pretty fired up. Hey, welcome to church. If you're joining us online, which for sure everybody is today, it's one of those times, right? Uh, we want to say thank you for showing up. I enjoyed the pre-service show. If you enjoy our pre-service show, why don't you just let us know now, best moment ever. Dad's jokes. Who enjoyed the dad's jokes? Happy Father's Day, dads and the team. Wales, you legend. And happy Father's Day to you dads out there. Worship team, you're welcome to take a brief, a brief, a breather. I want to I kind of stick in the moment for a while because, you know, times have changed. We've, uh, there's no in-person gatherings. We're all online again. And if you're dressed for church, well done. We want to encourage people to get dressed for church, whether you're here or there. Get dressed for the moment, pour a cup of coffee, turn the sound up. And just because it's not perfect, because there's kids running around and there's distractions, doesn't mean God can't be present. And so I want to I preach God's presence into your home today. I really do believe He wants to show up where you're at. And, but I, I kind of want to believe that God is also into a bit of humor. Amen. We've got a dad who enjoys laughing with us in heaven. And so I don't know, I'm going to extend the dad's day jokes for just a moment, if that's all right. I'm going to warm up with some pearls of fatherly wisdom. Hope you're ready for a team. Pearls for dad fatherly wisdom. I mean, this is just awesome. If dad's out there just celebrating you, we bring such wisdom to the home. For starters, the wisdom around bacon and eggs. You know, chick, it's a day's work for the chicken, but a lifetime commitment for the pig. That's dad wisdom right there. You want to be a bacon or an egg, you choose. He who laughs last has no sense of humor. That's dad wisdom right there. All right, I believe that. If you're the last to laugh, you've missed something. So anyway, that's dad wisdom. How about this one? People who live in glass houses should put the toilet in the cellar. Dad wisdom right there. All right, just mixing up some classics. Anyway, some people, this is just going over their heads. Welcome to Father's Day. How about this one? The early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. Pause for thoughts. First one never made it. Anyway. <laughs> All right, let somebody else take the trap. How about this one? I could agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong. That's dad wisdom right there. Just celebrating the dads in the house who know what to do in a moment. Why would I agree with you? Because then we'd both be wrong. I'm not going to take that any further. I'm just going to leave that sitting right there. All right. How about a joke or two? Here we go. Teacher says, what was the first fruit mentioned in the Bible? Johnny, it's always Johnny. Why is it always Johnny? Johnny says, a pear, miss. Teacher says, no, Johnny. It was an apple eaten by Adam and Eve. Johnny says, yes, ma'am, but Adam and Eve were a pair. Like, like I wish I could join you in your home and just, and just laugh for a moment. Okay, one more, one more. You ready for one more? Team that are in the room, you ready for one more? All right, let's try this one. Uh, teacher, what is a humanitarian? Rodney. Oh, we got a new one. It's Rodney this time. 
Rodney says, a cannibal. Teacher says, what on earth makes you think that? So Rodney replies, well, a vegetarian always eats vegetables. You want to put it together? Humanity. Okay, all right, all right. We're good to go. Anyway, happy Father's Day. Wherever you're at, dads, we love you so much. We love what you bring to the home by way of, this is called bad dad jokes, by the way. It was a Father's Day gift from our family, which is saying something, I guess. Um, but you should get your hands on that. Every wife should give their husband one of those. Every child should get that in dad's hands because we bring humor to the home in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Get your Bibles out. I hope you're ready. We're starting a new series now called Father. And uh, felt like it'd be appropriate to launch it on Father's Day. And had no idea that when we were planning this series, you'd all be in your homes. But in a way, that's kind of cool because you're with your family. And I want to preach a message that brings courage to fathers, but also helps us see our Heavenly Father wants to be in our homes with us. And uh, there's just some part of me that knows in this series, God wants to bring a greater security to your home. God wants to bring a greater presence to your home. God wants to uh, bring a greater confidence to your home. You see, there is something about our Heavenly Father, friends, that I believe God wants to bring to us. And of course, on Father's Day, we thought it'd be appropriate to launch the series. By the way, Mark Yannick, my dad, Rob Heenan, my other dad, shout out to you two. If you're online, if you're not online, where are you? But if you are online, I just want to say thank you. I love you so much, both you guys. And I'm so grateful for a dad that gave me great adventures. One of the greatest gifts my dad was to me, yes, he provided, and yes, he, he created a home for us to grow up in, but he gave me great adventures, and I'm so grateful for that because I really believe the heart of God is to give His church, His children, great adventures. I don't believe God is static in His relationship with us. He is leading us somewhere. So why don't you, if you agree with that, just shout a big amen to adventure, and if you love it, amen. Happy Father's Day. The title of the series is Father. And the big idea is even more than you could imagine. Even more than you could imagine. I love the words of that song. More than we could imagine is who our God is, Jehovah Jireh. But there's something about the Father heart that is more than we can imagine. As we as a preaching team were preparing for the series, it really started to stir in us that there is this idea of Jesus, not that we've got our heads around. I'd hate to suggest that we're still learning so much about who Jesus is, who the Holy Spirit is. But it's almost like when you mention our Father in heaven, there's a, there's, a, there's a block in our thinking because we can't comprehend something that is outside of just a better version of the dads we know. I want to tell you, friends, your heavenly Father is not a better version of your earthly dad. If you had a great earthly dad, he's not just a better version of them. If you had an average earthly dad, he's not just a good version of them. Your heavenly Father is more than you could ever imagine. And I'm praying that in this series, you give God permission, just a little bit. I'm certainly feeling I'm giving God permission in my heart to reframe and reshape and bring greater revelation to what it means to have a heavenly Father who loves us. So join me, John chapter 14, verse 1. This is where it's going to start today. John chapter 14, verse 1. Jesus, John 14 to 16, by the way, is what they would call comforting chapters of the book of John. Jesus was preparing them for his exit, and so he was wanting to bring comfort to their lives. And so he brings them comforting scriptures. John chapter 14, verse 1. I hope you're with me. Let's go there together. It goes like this. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many rooms. 
so grateful that there are many rooms. Right now today, there's your living room, there's your bedroom. Come on, be honest if you're watching church from the bedroom. Have a vulnerable moment. Let the church know we are with you from the bedroom. There's the Zoom room. I mean, there are many rooms. In my father's house, there are many rooms. 2021 version of the scripture, who knows? If it were not so, I would not have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you. Friends, there is a place prepared for all of us in our father's mansion. Let this start to stir something in you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I, where I go, you know, the way you know. Where I go, you know, and the way you know. Wow, that was big. Father's Day big. Too many jokes. All right, moving forward. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going, and how can we know the way? Famous scripture, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the, here's the word, Father. There is a destination to Christianity, friends, and it's the presence of a heavenly Father. There is a destination to your faith, and it's the presence of a heavenly Father. And if you like to rest your faith just on the name of Jesus, I want to tell you, you're doing well. But there is a presence that Jesus brings, which is our Heavenly Father, which is more, I'm going to keep saying it, than you could ever imagine. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Verse 7, if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now, now on, you know Him and have seen Him. Philip said, here's where we're going to hang today, Lord, show us the Father and it is sufficient for us. Some translation says, show us the Father and it will be more than enough. Oh, I'm excited to preach a message today about a Father that is more than enough. Show us the Father and it'll be more than enough. And Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long, yet you have not known, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father, so how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am the Father and the Father in me? That my own authority by the Father, I do what I do. And He dwells in me and does the work. Believe me that I'm the Father and the Father is in me or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. He has an interesting moment in the Scripture. I want to just talk about this for a bit as we set up the Father series and that He's more than we could ever imagine because here is Philip. I mean, I think you could put your name in there for just a moment. Like here is a human, like showing up in their ordinary course of life, like showing up and Jesus is present and the subjects at hand and Jesus has been teaching them about the kingdom and about what's to come and about his death, burial, resurrection. And there's this moment where he's bringing comfort to them. And in the middle of the comforting moment, Philip, Dylan, you, says, Jesus, it's cool what you have to say and about the Father's house and all those things, but could you just show us the Father and that'll be more than enough. I love the word sufficient for us. I got a question for you, church out there, family across the world, wherever you're joining us from. What does more than enough mean for you? Like, like we live in a world that never has enough. Isn't that the truth? We don't have enough stuff. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough good friends. Uh, we don't have enough money. Like what, what is not enough for you? Or what is enough for you? Like that'd be a good exercise, right? Like we should all go home and open a page in our notebooks and write down there, 
this is what enough looks like for me. Chances are you are not to write because your perception around what is not enough is not true to what's going on in your heart, which still longs for more. You can fill that page 10 times over, you still long for more. You and I have a longing in our hearts and apparently so did Philip. Philip, Jesus is saying, it's gonna be good. I got a mansion, big rooms. Ness, what's that, what's that thing? What's that little uh, coffee machine? The cool one you get in the B&Bs? Nespresso. Jesus is saying, I got Nespresso in the room with the purple pods. It's not the black one. It's not a 10 out of 10. It's a seven or eight out of 10. I got that waiting for you. I got a bit of cream. I got a bit of green tea, lemon, if you like, for you. If you're a slevin, I got rusk. Somebody say amen. I loved what Dubsy said. It's the, it's the strongest line item on the slevin budget. That's, that's impressive right there, rusks. Jesus is saying like, friends, I'm not in this to narrow your life down. I'm in this to build your life up. And I'm going to prepare a life that is roomy and spacious. I love the message it says, so roomy and so spacious is He. This is what God has for us. What is enough for you? Because in that moment, Philip still leans in knowing that there's this bigness God has for him and having heard it and having seen it and having watched it in the miracles of Jesus and he leans and he goes, show us the Father as in what we have and what you've promised isn't enough and that will be more enough to which Jesus then has a moment. Like he says, Philip, like we've been hanging out now for a little bit. You've seen miracles. You've seen my kindness extended. You've seen generosity, you've seen provision, you've watched things go down where there wasn't enough and then I showed up and there was enough and you're still telling me to show us the Father. Have you not seen, Philip, that I am He and He is me? In other words, when you see Jesus, you see the Father. So here's the thing I've got to kind of ponder about this scripture. Could it be, because Jesus kind of says to Philip, you kind of missed something, but could it be that it's less about what Philip missed for you and I, and more about what he's still longing for. Like, could it be that when we read the scripture, we just like Philip? We miss stuff in the Jesus story all the time. We kind of, we read it to our advantage and then complain when it doesn't work. Like, we miss stuff in the story all the time. We we read the provision and we think that's for others, not for us. We miss it all the time. Like God has favorites and you're not one of them. Come on, God does have favorites, but you're all one of them. We are his favored ones. And we miss stuff like this all the time, much like Philip, we miss stuff. But could it be that Philip, it's not so much what he missed, it's what he's still longing for, which is what? Show us the Father. I wondered, maybe in COVID, I wondered if all of us, if we're really honest, feel like we might have missed something and the longing of our hearts is show us the father because something inside of us knows that's enough something inside of us knows that when dad shows up not a better version of our earthly dad shout out I got two great ones but not when our dad shows up not when a good version not when the best version not when the present version of it no when our heavenly father a perfect present providing protecting God shows up it's enough And you know, dads, let's have a moment. It's Father's Day. Sometimes the role of being a dad is overwhelming. 
because we don't have what our family longs for and needs. We're just a part of it. We're not the solution. We're the carrier of it. The solution is Jesus and the presence of God and our Heavenly Father. And I really do believe in this series. And by God's grace today, He's going to call you to ask the same question Philip asked. Could you show us more of the Father? Could you show us Him in our homes? Could you show us Him in our businesses? Could you show us the Father when I'm driving to work and I don't know what to do next? Could you show me my Heavenly Father when I'm parenting my children and I'm not sure which way to go and they're not sure that I have any idea what I'm doing? And I don't. But could you show me the Father in my relationship with my wife? Because at the end of the day, before I'm a dad, I'm a son. Maybe in this series, God is going to show us what it means to be good sons and good daughters. Maybe in this series, God's going to show us what it means. And as I say, good sons and good daughters, again, don't frame it by your expectations of what that looked like for you. Frame it with a whole new, more than you can imagine. Maybe the Father loves you more than you realize. Maybe the father is moving toward you more than you realize. And maybe being a good son or daughter is not what you do for him. It's leaning into the love that he so freely offers you. Have you ever had that moment with your children where they pack their bags? <laughs> I had one recently. Like, they're just packing their bags. I can't, I can't use names. I, I, I choose to protect them. But but they're having a moment. I had a kind of collision moment because I'm just being a best version of the dad I can be. And, and now they're packing their bags and they're leaving and they're going somewhere. And, and, and as I'm watching this unfold, I'm kind of saying like, what are you doing? To which they reply, I'm, I'm leaving. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be in this family. I don't like this family. I don't want to be in this family. To which I go, where are you going to go? And, and the look on their face as they realize I just asked a clever question. Like, I don't have all the good answers, but I just asked a good Where do you plan to go? But how often in our walk with God are we packing our bags? Like, like because we're just being the best version of ourselves that we can be, and our assumption that He's just like a better version of the ones we know. But maybe He's more than you could imagine. Write that in the comments tab, YouTube friends, Facebook friends, link.tv friends. Just write that. Every, every person out there, I want you to write that. I want you to partner with me verbally. I want you to actually put it down. Maybe he's more than I could imagine. Where are you going to go? I feel like God wants us to be found in the presence of our Heavenly Father. In this season, perhaps more than ever, what if... It was less about Philip in the story missing the mark and more about the longing of his heart. I bet you just like me. And that many moments, if we're honest, we want to say, we've seen so much Jesus and we've read so much and maybe we've missed something, but could you show us the Father? Because something in us, in, in our spirit knows there's a longing that that will be more than enough. Okay, a couple of things because it's just a warm-up. I hope you're ready for it. By the way, our Father's Day drive-thru is happening at 10 a.m. And it'll be awesome to celebrate you. Dads, ladies, if, if you haven't planned it yet, best you do because we've got a little gift for the dads. And I'm just hoping to see your happy faces driving through our balloon arch, which is a classic Link Church. Welcome to the party, balloon 
Arch, we can't wait to see you. 10 a.m., we'd love to have you come through. But three things, write these down as we prepare for what this series might mean for us. These are things that I'm trusting, our team is trusting God to do in this series. And so I'm asking you to pray for them. The first is we're trusting that God will give you a greater revelation of our Father in heaven. A greater revelation of our Father in heaven. I love how Mark Slevin last weekend said, so many of us live with experiences, but little understanding. I love that thought. We've experienced what we would call the presence of God. We've experienced what we would, what we call the miracle working power of God. Uh, even in worship, we've experienced those moments that move us in the Spirit of God. But maybe we lack some understanding to the Father heart of God. And I'm, I'm just asking God for greater revelation in this series of the Father heart of God. You see, my friend Rory Dyer always says this to me. He says, the Scripture goes like this, the prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, the problem is we art on earth. And so our understanding of the Father in heaven is often limited by our perspective of the best version of fathers on earth. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. And so I'm asking God to give us a greater revelation of the Father who arts in heaven, in your heart and in your home and everywhere. The second thing I'm asking God to do in this series is to give us a greater freedom in our sonship and daughtership. A greater freedom in our sonship and daughtership. I'd like to say it like this, a greater security in being sons and daughters. Like as a parent, one of my greatest prayers and dreams is for my children to walk into a room and not need to add anything to it. They have enough. Like, you know when you walk into a room and you like change your, you change your ways or you try and work the room or you try and like go up on a story to help people see you got something. What if we just walked into a room and knew we were more than enough? Man, I'm a son of God. Honestly, if someone sees me or if someone doesn't, I'm gonna add value to this room because of who I am, not what I do. I really do believe when we see God as more than we could imagine, we get greater revelation of our heavenly Father, there comes a greater freedom and security in us as sons and daughters. Before you had roles and responsibility on earth, you were loved by heaven. May you see that in this series. Ephesians 1 says it so beautifully. It says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, He's so much more than you can imagine may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. There's our revelation, so that you may know Him better. Who's Him? The Father, the glorious Father. And I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. That word enlightened is to find freedom in the way you see yourself, God, and others. The inside eyes. In this series, God, light up our hearts to see us, ourselves, you and others with new eyes greater freedom in our sonship and daughtership. I imagine a church, sorry, just one moment, that literally walks into its days with a smile and a confident step and a readiness to be used by God, not to prove ourselves to God, to be used by God. It's different. The flow is not from us to Him. It's from Him through us. That's security right there. That's what happens when you know your heavenly Father. Oh, I love I love knowing that I have a Father in heaven and that this faith journey doesn't end with me singing the name Jesus. That's a part of it for sure, and it's powerful. But this faith journey kind of rests in me sitting with my Father. Jesus, me, you, the Holy Spirit, and Abba Father, Dad. 
And the third thing I'm trusting God for in this series is a greater confidence in our calling. I love it how just above that it says, in order that you may hope, hope, know the hope, sorry, Ephesians 1, to which you were called, the riches of this glorious inheritance. Like church, can I preach across the airwaves? Because we can be questioning this right now. Where's God's hand? What's God up to? Oh, your heavenly Father, He has a glorious inheritance for His sons and daughters. And in this series, as we lean into our heavenly Father, not into our perception of Christianity, not into what we've come to understand in our own perspective, not in what we've seen around us, art on earth, but in what art's on heaven, may we see again the glorious inheritance of His holy people, set apart people, and incomparably great power for us who believe. I'm trusting God for three things, for greater revelation of our Father, for greater freedom in our sonship and daughtership, and for greater confidence in our calling. Nice and easy. And so what I'd love you to do if you're at home right now is to stand in a posture of saying yes to this moment. Those that are in the room with me, stand in a posture to say yes to this moment. Father, more than you could ever imagine. More than you could ever imagine. Philip says, show us the Father and that'll be more than enough. What if it wasn't about Philip missing the moment? It was more about us identifying with Philip as humans, the longing of our hearts. Father, we're here for it. We're here to stand in your presence this morning, every heart, every home. God, I believe some homes right now, they're navigating the chaos. There's, there's children making a noise. There's a phone that's buzzing. But we don't wanna miss a moment to say we're here for this series. Show us the Father, because something inside of us knows that'll be more than enough. Show us the Father through the Son, Jesus through what He does and how He operates and the stories that we're told about Him that have been told for centuries. Show us the Father through those stories and that'll be more than enough. God, I'm declaring that in this series and believing and asking for myself and my family and my children that we would get a greater revelation of You as our Heavenly Father in these next few weeks. That we would find a greater freedom as sons and daughters in these next few weeks and that we would find a greater confidence in our calling in these next few weeks. Against all odds, turn this moment that we step out into what you've called us to do with the strength and security and confidence like never before. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Hey, if you receive this message online, why don't you just give God a big amen. Agree with what He's wanting to do. I'd love it if you could this week. Start praying. Start praying for the revelation. Start praying for the freedom. Start trusting God for confidence in your calling. Hey, thank you for joining us in church. I hope we get to see your faces at our drive through